0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Heavenly Father wants to move each one of us in each area of our lives from fear to faith and trust and then on into courage. God, our Heavenly Father, wants us to relate to Him as God in this same way, moving from fear to faith and trust and courage, He wants us to also relate to one another in this way and also engage the entire world, not from the vantage point of fear, but empowered by faith and trust and courageously. We find in our gospel today legitimate fear, do we not? You know, we have all types of fears. There's legitimate fear. There's fear that comes from true danger. There's excessive fear, anxieties, and worries about things that will never be, and uh, things that are in the future, and created things. Uh, Fear is a, a huge topic and a huge dilemma, human dilemma. But in today's gospel, they got into the boat, and these expert fishermen on the Lake of Galilee knew what was happening to them, a great windstorm, and the waves were coming in, I bet that the disciples probably had lost friends in these type of storms before because they were common because of the geography of the location. Well, the winds were beating, the waves were coming in, they're about to sink, and they give a rebuke to Jesus. Part of that rebuke was based on the fact that they were afraid and has anybody been afraid and screamed and shouted? Uh, yeah, I know every hand should be going up right now, but but we're we're but that's okay. Uh, anyway, they were a part of the inner circle. They had been just in these past days with Jesus, watching Jesus release people from demons, healing people, preaching. Uh, uh, exhibiting power that was just unknown and they were part of the inner circle and they got to be in jesus with the boat so why are bad things happening to them who are part of the inner circle so jesus don't you care that we are perishing and i bet you they said it a lot stronger than that The response of Jesus is amazing, though, because he says, why are you being so cowardly? Jesus doesn't actually use the word uh, fear in the Greek. In this instance, he says, why are you being so cowardly? Don't you yet have faith? Man, that's uh, that's pretty harsh. What a comeback. But it's all a part of moving us out of fear into faith and trust and then into courage. Well, it's fascinating to think that they were fearing for their lives one moment, but when the Son of God in the flesh told the winds and the waves to be still, and there was a dead calm. That's when the real fear began because the Greek text says this, fearing with a great fear. The disciples went from fearing for their lives and yelling at jesus to all of a sudden holy terror because what has happened in their boat <laughs> the wind and the waves are completely stilled who is this then who has the winds and the waves obey his word it's interesting so they were afraid before now they're really afraid We have to go from fear into faith and trust with God our Heavenly Father. Some people are afraid of God for many reasons, but we have to move out of that fear and come to know and to trust that God is completely loving and completely good, that God loves us perfectly, that God only wills our good, only calls us to Himself, And so any of the bad things that are happening, we really can't lay at God. We have to trust God. So how do we do that? How do we develop this trusting relationship? Well, we do it one day at a time and a little bit at a time. Because one of the most important things we can do in life is to pursue building up our faith, to pursue this faith and trust with God. Many people can recite the Ninth Scene Creed and they can say, yes, I, I have faith. I think that, that Jesus is the Son of God. But trusting someone is a whole different ball game. It's a whole different level of having yourself vulnerable to the other. And so every day as we relate to God and live in and with God, we should allow God small opportunities of our life and entrust God with those areas of our life and over time we will build up the level of our trust of God that we can really trust God with our entire life every aspect of our life but we do it just one brick at a time little by little faith is like a muscle if you strengthen it if you work it out it will grow and become strong and can really do something. But if we don't practice this with our Heavenly Father, we won't move out of fear into faith and trust and probably won't get to courage. And so, little by little, with our Heavenly Father, we come to know that we can rely on Him. Now, this does not mean that all the storms of life are going to be calmed and stilled. I think all of us are old enough to know that. But there are still people who really think that that's how God is supposed to work in their life. The truth is it didn't work that way for the son of God in Gethsemane because there was a time when the anxiety of his offering himself to his heavenly father on our behalf caused Jesus to sweat drops of blood in Gethsemane. That was his storm. But he entrusted himself totally to his heavenly Father, went through that storm, died on the cross, and what he trusted God to do, God did. God raised him up out of death, victorious over death forevermore, and he was given all authority and power on heaven and on earth. And so, God is with us in the storms. He's not required to still our storms. The good news is, is that through faith and trust, we can know and experience that God is with us, even in the storms, that his love and his grace and his mercy never, never fail. They never end. So whether we're in the calm or whether we're in the storm, God's love and grace is certainly present which with each one of us mother teresa said i know that god will not give me anything i can't handle she says i just wish he didn't trust me so much we probably all feel like that in some degree well god is hoping to move us out of the fear that we experience in all different forms into faith and then totally trusting him with our life, the totality of our life, every area of our life, and then move us into courage, into courage. I did some thinking about courage recently, and I came up with a definition. This is my definition of courage. Courage is the practice of overcoming fear in all of its forms in order to love others and to authentically engage the world for good. Some definition, right? Overcoming fear in all of its forms. About 11 years ago or so, I was at a weekend spiritual retreat for Al-Anon, and a part of what the work we were doing, we had to list on a piece of paper all the things that we could think of that we were afraid of, Or that we had been afraid of in the past. And you know, I thought my list was going to be about that long, but once I really stopped and really opened up and really reflected, my list was very, very long. And I stood back and I said, golly, I've been operating out of a lot of fear for most of my life. And I think the truth is that's probably how we all operate in some way, operating out of fear instead of faith and love. And so courage is when we can practice overcoming all those different types of fear in order that we can actually love the other person, love another person. Now talk about fear. If we open ourselves up to another person, there's a little bit of fear and trepidation in that because we don't know how we're going to be received back. We may be rejected or not accepted, but we will never love our neighbor or anybody unless we have the courage to open ourselves up and overcome the fear of rejection or the lack of acceptance or whatever it is and engage another person. So courage is that practice of overcoming all of those fears in life in order that we can open up ourselves and engage another person in a loving relationship and also that we can engage the world authentically as ourselves because each of us have been given by God a set of personality traits, a set of gifts, Uh, a whole way of being in this world that is unique and special each one of us and god wants it to move us out of fear into faith and trust and into courage so we can really do what only we can do in this world by god's grace we can authentically engage the world for good well i've got some quotes about fear that i want to share with us Maya Angelou says courage uh, is the best and most important virtue. Without courage, you cannot practice any other virtue consistently. Poet E.E. Cummings said it takes courage to grow up and become who you really are. Someone, uh, a much more modern person, Brene Brown, says courage starts with showing up and letting ourselves be seen by others." Isn't that a good one? We gain courage and strength and confidence as we meet each situation where we are fearful and overcome it and do what we don't feel like doing. And that's how we build up these courage muscles. Sri Chimnoy says, "...courage to love is in fact the only way to truly be happy now if that's true and I think that's true everybody is looking for happiness people will do almost anything they'll pay almost any amount of money they'll do almost anything to try to get happy what if this is true that the way to be happy is to actually have courage courage so you can open yourself up to the other and actually love one another. And that's the way to be happy. Jesus put it this way, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and your mind and your resources and love your neighbor as yourself. Everything hangs together with those two things. Life is about that. Fulfillment is about that. Law and love and joy is about that. So the courage to actually love another is, in fact, the foundation for happiness. Well, one more quote. Courage does not always roar. Sometimes courage is the quiet voice at the end of the day that says, tomorrow I will try again. I like that. God is trying to move us out of fear, at least trying to reduce our fears and our anxieties to move us into faith and trust where we can trust him with our lives every single day. But not only stop there, keep going into courage so that we can overcome those fears and anxieties to truly love one another and authentically as ourselves our God-given selves, to engage this world for good. As we come today to the Holy Eucharist, let us receive the power, the faith, and the courage of Christ himself. Amen.